Welcome to The Loop with Stan Guthrie. As an author and communicator, Stan offers a critical and often humorous look at the day's issues, all from a distinctly Christian perspective. From his home studio in Chicagoland, where it snows far too often for his tastes, Stan cheerfully takes on all comers in a culture that is losing its mind without losing his. And now, here is Stan Guthrie. say that some of us are tempted to exclaim, thank God, it was a crazy year, a lot of bad things happening, a few good things, but without further ado, let's do my top 10 news stories of 2022. Number 10, Elon Musk takes over Twitter. After a lot of flirtations and promises about taking over the social media giant, Elon Musk, the billionaire, owner of Tesla, put up $45 billion of his own money and bought Twitter. And one of his first moves was to fire the company's top executives. Then he released information about government influence in what Twitter allowed to be seen by its users, including the Biden laptop story. It also revealed a lot of censoring of conservative voices. Number nine, the weather disasters toward the end of the year. The first one, of course, is Hurricane Ian, which made landfall in Florida as one of the strongest storms on record to hit the U.S., causing widespread destruction and flooding and knocking out power to millions. And then right before Christmas, we had the bomb cyclone, which killed scores of people, many of them in Buffalo, New York, which is usually uh, quite prepared for bad weather, but this was probably a once-in-a-generation storm. Number eight, the terrible economy. I won't go into great detail, only to remind you that we had terrible inflation, which peaked at over 9% in the summer and was still over 7% at the end of the year. The Fed hiking interest rates by three-quarters of a point several times, trying to get the inflation under control, not yet able to do so. We had the ubiquitous supply chain problems, made it hard to get goods we're used to, including uh, groceries. The stock market was down 21% in the first six months alone, and it's still struggling here toward the end of the year. And I'll throw in Sam Bankman-Fried and his <laughs> arrest for fraud. More than $8 billion simply disappeared, and it put the whole crypto industry, if you can call it that, on a slippery footing. Number seven. I just decided to group these all together under the heading of evangelical scandals. We had so many, I didn't want to take over the entire list with them, but I'll just mention them briefly. Again, black eye for Bible-believing Christians, and let's hope for better in 2023. We had cases of sexual harassment that went unchecked for about a dozen years at Christianity Today, where I worked. One of the principal leaders there, Mark Galley, was implicated along with an advertising executive. There are many complaints about Mark, and human resources really did very little, nor did senior management. And it finally came out when the new leadership of Christianity Today fessed up and did 
a podcast about it. So good for them. Let's hope for better days ahead for CT. Then we have the Southern Baptist, the largest Protestant denomination, refused to act on multiple reports of abuse over many years. And there was even a secret list of pastors who were in hot water, and many of them were protected. The SBC Executive Committee staff saw advocates' cries for help as a distraction from evangelism and illegal liability, so they stonewalled these reports and resisted calls for reform. How terrible. It will take the SBC years to recover. Then we have the founder and pastor of the Hillsong Church, an international movement based in Australia, Brian Houston. He resigned for multiple inappropriate actions. Again, this was a case of cover-up. And then we have the noted evangelical pastor, Matt Chandler, stepping aside after it was revealed that he had an inappropriate online relationship with a woman, making matters worse. He came back after only three months, as if that was enough. <laughs> Number six, uh, continuing COVID controversy. Even though the worst of the pandemic is gone, this is going to be a continuing story. I'll just list them quickly. New variants have come up, including Omicron. There have been widespread questions about the efficacy of vaccines. And then we got an increased reporting of the harms of lockdown and masking. Some of the dreadful educational setbacks with young people because of all the lockdowns and masking. I just saw one report today that students may see their lifetime earnings decreased by $70,000 because of these learning setbacks. And there'll be many more cases of incarceration. It'll be years before those things are fully addressed, if ever. Education establishment got tens of billions of dollars in COVID relief. Here's hoping that they use the great majority of that in ameliorating some of these problems that they caused by shutting down the schools and going to online learning, which clearly didn't work in most cases. We've seen the worst drop in decades in math and reading scores for students in the fourth grade. That's just one instance. We've yet to see church attendance fully recover. Then an interesting thing that has just come up is that China, which has had a draconian zero-COVID policy, including even locking people inside their apartment buildings, they finally decided to ease up on that. Obviously, we'll see what happens. They're already getting new cases, but these new variants are not as deadly as the earlier ones. So hopefully, China's people will be able to recover. Interestingly, Chinese government, the communists, have admitted no fault in any of this, although the evidence points to the fact that China was culpable in the outbreak and spread of this virus. Number five, Elizabeth, who reigned as queen over the United Kingdom for 70 years, died in the fall. She said in 2000, For me, the teachings of Christ and my own personal accountability before God provide a framework in which I try to lead my life. She continued, I, like so many of you, have drawn great comfort in difficult times from Christ's words and example. If only more of our evangelical leaders here across the pond had followed her example. Number four, the midterm elections. Well, with a terrible economy, a leaky border, and surging crime rates, many 
political experts expected a wipeout in favor of the Republicans. And while they did get a narrow victory in the House of Representatives, they lost in the Senate. And so we're going to have more divided government. Donald Trump and the poor candidates he backed, particularly in the Senate races, were given a large part of the blame in snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. Poor candidates like Herschel Walker and Dr. Oz, particularly, but there were others. And voters, while they do not like the direction of the country, and they've seen Joe Biden's mostly ineffectual leadership and creeping senility, decided not to vote for the crazy pro-Trump candidates. And so the Republicans missed a huge opportunity. Another factor may be the Dobbs decision and the failure of Republicans to articulate post-Roe policies that would be supported by the majority. So in my case, living here in Illinois, the Democrats led by J.B. Pritzker did a great job of tarring and feathering Republican candidates saying they're extremists on abortion, even though it's J.B. Pritzker and company who are the extremists who support abortion up to the moment of birth with taxpayer funding. Most Americans support some restrictions on abortion, such as disallowing it after the first trimester, and most do not support taxpayer funding. National Republicans were unable to articulate this and therefore had their heads handed to them in the midterms. Number three of the top stories is the Dobbs versus Jackson decision, which overturned Roe versus Wade in the summer. The decision was leaked in May before it was handed down, and that gave Democrats time to come up with a strategy to spread fear and <laughs> wonderment among the population of the awful things that Republicans were going to do. And really, what the decision did was return the issue of abortion back to the states where it belongs. I find it interesting that no one has paid the price in the offices of the Supreme Court for leaking that decision. John Roberts, he called the, the leak a betrayal of confidence of a court intended to undermine the integrity of our operations. And yet, no one has been held accountable. We'll see what happens in the new year with abortion. But let's remember that Dobbs' decision has already saved 10,000 or more lives in the first few months after it was announced, and that's a good thing. Number two, I'm just going to call the disappearance of women. The Cambridge Dictionary is probably a place to start there. It was criticized on social media for altering the definitions of the words man and woman to include people who identify as a gender other than their biological sex. The definition of woman, which previously represented the long-standing view on sex, now states that a woman is an adult who lives and identifies as female, though they may have been said to have a different sex at birth. Similarly, a man is now defined as an adult who lives and identifies as male, though they may have been said to have a different sex at birth. When I talk about the disappearance of women, I'm thinking about things like them losing their ability to compete as females. We remember the case of the transgender Leah Thomas, who's really a man, competing in collegiate swimming. We think a Supreme Court justice, her confirmation hearing in March, when she was asked if she could define what a woman was, 
said, incredibly, I'm not a biologist, as if one needed to be a professional scientist to know basic biological facts. So we'll see where this goes, but clearly the idea of a woman is under attack in today's radical leftist culture. And now for my top story, number one, in 2022, it was Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Expecting a quick victory, Russia, led by, if I can say led by, Vladimir Putin, invaded in February, and they expect it to be done in a matter of weeks. But the Ukrainians, increasingly armed by Western powers led by the United States, has thrown them back. We've reached somewhat of a stalemate. So Russia has been targeting civilians and civilian infrastructure and wreaking all kinds of havoc in the country without any real hope of victory. And the Ukrainians look like they're going to fight to the last man, but it seems that Russia has sustained more losses than Ukraine has. As a result, Europe is kind of trembling about what's happening. Russia has indefinitely suspended natural gas flows to Europe via the Nord Stream pipeline, raising pressure on Europe as governments there race to avoid energy shortages this winter, which have already started. President Joe Biden of the U.S. has negotiated the the release of WNBA player Brittany Griner, who was arrested in Russia at the airport for carrying cannabis with her, and she was charged with transporting drugs. The incredible thing about this story is that she was exchanged for the notorious arms dealer Victor Bout, which obviously gives Russia a lot of incentive to continue taking and holding Western hostages as negotiating pieces. Now, that's my top 10, and I would like to mention one positive. <laughs> I'll give it an honorable mention, and that is the Webb Telescope's stunning images, and it is, uh, as we speak, rewriting how we understand the universe. It reminds us of the beauty of God's creation, the almost incomprehensibility of God's creation, and I'd like to leave us with this quote as we get ready for the new year. When I look at your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, what is man that you are mindful of him, and the son of man that you care for him? Yet you have made him a little lower than the heavenly beings, and crowned him with glory and honor. That's Psalm 8, verses 3 through 5. I'm looking forward to a great 2023 with you. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time on The Loop with Stan Guthrie.